Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. All right, ladies, we are here with Susan Barnes, and we are talking about perspective, our perception, and what happens when we change our perspective and our perception Mm -hmm. as it pertains specifically to relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, Susan, um, you you want to share with us a little bit about your relationship with your dad and kind of how that has shifted and what has happened there. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for allowing me this opportunity. Yeah. Take it away. Tell us a little bit about that whole relationship. Okay. Well, um, growing up, I would say I had a a normal childhood. Um, There were many, there were many great memories of growing up. Um, nothing traumatic in my early childhood years. But um, as I got older, then I realized that I was feeling like my dad was favoring my sister more. Um, She was a star athlete. She was exceptional in school. Um, I felt just average. Um, I could see the pride that he had with, um, with my sister and there just really wasn't that with me. And so it just, you know, as a, as a young kid growing up, it just kind of affected a bit of my self-esteem. Uh, yeah, so. I could see that. I could understand that. So, yeah. And what can I ask, like, mm-hmm. what did you start saying to yourself or about yourself or believing about your dad or like what came of that? Yeah, well, I started believing that I wasn't good enough and I had to do something to make him proud of me. Um, so I, I strived, um, I tried, um, but it just, it didn't quite seem good enough in my eyes. I just, I felt like, um, I was just not good enough for him. So, um, that just hurt my, hurt my pride, hurt my self-confidence. And, um, but at at the same time, it's, it was more of a, um, more of a, we just were, you know, all in the same house together, but I didn't have a close relationship with him at all. Got it. So would you say you put up some walls? I'm sure that I did. Okay. Yes. And then the relationship wasn't very close. Right. Right. Um, and what did you believe about his relationship towards you or what, you know, like, well, how did that, how did that like look in you guys' relationship? How did that affect the relationship? Um, it just, he was, he was there. He worked a lot. So he worked a lot. Um, but through school, I felt like I, I did struggle some, um, and I just feel like it was just two people living life and there wasn't a lot to share. I, you know, I just didn't have a lot to show him that, Hey, you know, look what I did. Got it. And so you you hid, I kind of probably hid. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Um, and then at 17, my parents did get divorced, which 
was a, it was a surprise to me because I didn't see my parents arguing necessarily. So um, that was a surprise. And then in that same year, um, I had a traumatic experience with um, the death of my boyfriend. And that kind of sent me even further guarded. Um, you know, a lot of things shifted with that. But um, I felt like my dad wasn't there for me. He wasn't living in the house anymore at that point. So he had lived um, on the other side of town. And I would say that if anything, that just, that just pulled us further apart. So it wasn't like a traumatic experience that brought us close together. If anything, it just distanced us more. Man, I can only imagine already having this, like these walls up towards your dad and then the divorce happening with your parents mm -hmm. and then losing your boyfriend mm -hmm. and how heavy all of that mm -hmm. must have been all at the same time. Right. Right. Yeah. That was, it was a lot in a short amount of time. Yeah. That, and at a critical point, you know, as a 17 year old. Yes. That's so, such a critical age. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so then, you know, continuing on with this specific relationship with mm -hmm. your dad, what, what would you say has continued to happen as this relationship, as you got older and he got older, was there forgiveness, unforgiveness, bitterness? Like, what? I would say it was still very distant. Um, we would see each other at holidays, you know, hug and, and maybe share a laugh. Um, my, my, perception, my perspective was, um, I had married an, an awesome guy. I'm still married to an awesome guy. Um, um, but I felt like my dad was more proud of him. Mm. He was working with the IU basketball team. Um, he had a lot of stories. Um, he was just, he was very successful. So again, I felt like I took the back seat to my husband in my dad's eyes. So, um, yeah, that, that, was just my reality. Yeah. So, but years went by. I was a, the, I had a, the first grandchild of the family. And, um, but I would say that it was still, it wasn't necessarily an event that brought us closer together. Um, we were still just, we felt separated. Mm -hmm. So really the, the whole time, several years had gone by and it was just a, okay, we'll see him at holidays and that sort of thing. Um, I do remember, you know, feeling like in my forties, oh, you know, my dad didn't call me on my birthday. So there was that hurt. And, you know, that, that's kind of the way our relationship was. It wasn't necessarily distinct, hard feelings. He did something. It was more of the lack of of not doing yeah. something. It's like, he didn't love you the way you needed to be loved right. by him. He didn't, right. you know, he didn't show you his, you know, how proud of you he was the way you needed him right. to. Yeah. And it felt like other people kind of took the front line. Of right. That. Right. That's exactly how I felt. So yeah. has there been a shift in that relationship or tell me more about so, that? Kind of um, God intervened. Um, <laughs> It was like October of 2013. So again, we're having years of, of just separation or just non-existent relationship. Distance. Just tense. Yeah. And yeah. Um, in October of 2013, God seriously pressed upon my heart to just call him and ask him to lunch. Mm. And I was, you know, digging my heels in like, oh, really? 
definitely. And I remember my husband was traveling for work at the time and I called him and told him this and I felt like God is not letting this go. He wants me to ask my dad to lunch and I don't know how I feel about it. But um, my husband encouraged me. He's like, if God's telling me to do it, you've got to do it. And I'm like, you're right. So I nervously gave him a call and he happily accepted. He's like, yeah, let's go to lunch. We'll do it. So I drove to our hometown, um, met him for lunch. And we had a very surface uh, conversation, nothing deep. Um, I didn't feel like anything was revealed. I didn't feel like it was the time to be like, you know, dad, I have felt hurt all these years. I, I've been missing something from our relationship. I just didn't feel like it was appropriate to do that. But yet at the same time, I knew that whatever conversation we were having, God had orchestrated it. So I felt like it just needed to be done. Um, we had a, a fine time, you know, nothing substantial at all happened. Um, and then we hugged goodbye, went our separate ways. And um, as I was driving home, it was about a 45 minute drive. I, I literally felt like all of my hurt, my anger, my bitterness um, was lifted away. For whatever reason, I mean, God just took it from me. Um, I, it was an amazing feeling of just how, how much lighter I felt just from obeying God for that. And then he took care of the rest. That's I didn't, I didn't have to settle anything with my dad. God just released, he just released it for me. And it was through your obedience, right? Like yeah. you didn't have to address it. You didn't have to have that. that I didn't have that, that conversation. conversation. You yeah. were just obedient. And then God, God really took care took of it. Care of the, that is beautiful to our God and to obedience, really. Right. Um, and right. how he rewards our obedience. Yes. So what has shifted in your perspective? Um, so what I learned was, um, gosh, well, about a month later, God, God knew about a month later, my dad fell ill and, um, <laughs> and he got, he, he got sick quickly and, um, we were all at the hospital, meaning my husband, my sister, my stepmom, my stepsister, um, their family. We were together. Dad was semi-conscious um, from what I remember. Um, but um, that night it was getting late and um, everyone was ready to go, um, except I felt like I couldn't go. And I don't think anybody knew that this could possibly be it. Um, I believe God knew. Um, but everyone left and I was there alone with him. And I believe that God had orchestrated that as well. So he allowed me to have that time. And it, honestly, from the time the family left, it really wasn't that long, but I was with him for a while. I held his hand. And the only thing I could say was Jesus have mercy on his soul. And I just felt like 
me being alone with him, I didn't feel like I was worthy of being the one alone with him because I felt like I had the, the most distance between us. I wasn't as close with him as he was with everybody else. But I feel like that God gave me that opportunity for my own closure. Wow. And um, I held his hand as he passed. Wow. And again, I think that that was a God orchestrated event that if anyone was going to be there, I don't know why, but God allowed me to have that as another layer of healing. So he just released, he just released more. So going back to what, what did I learn through all of that is that my childlike thought process my perspective, my perception of how I thought my dad um, thought of me. Um, I believe that he didn't care, didn't love me, didn't support me as much. But even though that was my perspective and that was my reality at the time, it wasn't the truth. So um, I just wanted to express that the lesson that I learned was our negative perspective isn't necessarily the truth. Yeah. And I do believe that my, my dad did love me. He just didn't know how to show it. Can I ask you, what is the truth of what your dad thought of you? Like if you were to really look at it now from an adult's perspective, knowing everything you know and everything mm -hmm. that's happened. Mm -hmm. I, I know that he loved me. I know that it, I believe he loved me deeply. And it was in his own way. Um, Would you say he was proud of you? I hear that from my stepmom, my mom, that he was. Um, so I would say that he, he was. Would you say that he saw you? Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's so hard to lose a loved one, especially one where you wanted something deeper mm -hmm. in the relationship and right. you didn't necessarily have that. Right. But through your obedience, God rewarded that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's just such a beautiful testimony to when we don't feel like doing something, but we feel that nudge, like yes. the obedience right. will be rewarded. Right. And I think that's also just the biggest lesson is I don't know why I had the opportunity that I had with my dad. I don't know why. I don't know why God just took it from me other than God is just an amazing God. And I think the lesson is if you at least have your heart open to yes, forgiveness, then God can work wonders. Yes. And you know, the bitterness, the hurt, the anger that was in my heart, it you know, that wasn't making room for God to allow me to forgive. So he removed that. He removed that so that I could accept forgiveness and, and move on with peace. So, mm. and it, you know, what, what I'm writing down and what's standing out to me is like, when we hold on to bitterness, we don't mm -hmm. make room for God. That's exactly right. Yep. And man, that is just such a powerful statement. And I know we had talked about a Bible verse and the verse that we had talked about was mm -hmm. 
John 14, 27. And in the Christian Standard Bible version, it says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled or fearful. Yes. And I think that's so beautiful. And I feel like that peace that he gave you. That is only from God. That is not something that I can understand. Yeah. That he, with a willing spirit, yes. he can heal anything. Yeah. Yeah. He can heal our deepest wounds, our mm -hmm. heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I feel like our human nature wants us to right the wrong. Yes. But sometimes that opportunity is not given. Yes. So we have to trust God. Yes. That he will make, make things right. That's right. And even if our sense of judgment isn't the way, you know, we thought it was going to be, yep. God's way is always the best. So good. God's way. We don't have to make it right. We don't have to confront right. that person necessarily mm -hmm. if, if, yeah. if that's not what's healthiest and best or exactly. what God is leading us to. Right. Like God will have that final judgment right. and we'll make it right. Yes. And I have a feeling, you know, if I were to have confronted my dad, I think he would have been like, what? <laughs> I can't, I'm, I can't believe you felt this way all these years. Yeah. I just, then that would be, you know, him feeling bad for my perspective. Yeah. And he, I think he probably had a much different perspective. So I just, again, just your perspective isn't always the truth. Wow. That's good. And things don't always need to be said, you know, like right. we don't always have to say every single thing yeah. and address, and we don't have to always understand. That's mm -hmm. another part of like, you know, I, I don't know why God chose you to be there with mm -hmm. him. Exactly. in his last moments, but like, we right. don't have to understand that. We can yes. just say, thank you, God. And we right. just trust that yes. that was your will. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful, Susan. Yep. Thank you for sharing with us. And so ladies, I just want to encourage you, um, you know, as you listen to Susan's story, if there are people in your life that you are holding on to unforgiveness, or maybe you have a perspective of how they view you or how they needed to show up for you or anything along those lines, maybe it's a time to ask God to help you. Maybe it's a time to ask God to, to, to help you see a different perspective and maybe the true perspective. And maybe there are lies that you might be believing from childhood stuff that isn't actually true. And maybe you ask God to show you what he wants you to do about it um, before it's too late. Cause you, you, you know, like it's amazing that you're obedient and you had this opportunity to have this resolution before he passed right. Uh, right. versus having that regret that you might've carried. You're exactly right. Yes. And yes. so, you know, life is short relationships and people are meaningful. So we just encourage you. So maybe my challenge to you is just take a pause, take a minute and think like, are there people that need to be forgiven in your heart? Are there, is there bitterness in your heart that you're holding on to? And maybe ask God to show you a different perspective about that particular person or that relationship. Uh, we love you ladies so much. Susan, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your story mm -hmm. with us. Thank you. Um, we pray that blessed you ladies, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe.
Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.